All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get this thing going, gang. I think this is like episode like 30-something. God damn, Bubba is... He's just sitting there cold chilling, gang, and they're like 500 mosquitoes. But Bubba is a meatloaf on fucking four legs. He's not even phased. God damn, my skin is itching. But I think this is where you're going to start season number two. I don't even know why y'all need to fucking know that. But I've been doing a lot of these. I'm actually enjoying it. And I appreciate this shit out of y'all for listening to me babble. I just looked at the demographics, and apparently 1% of my uh, listeners are in Russia. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Why are you listening to me? God damn. But here we go. Let's get this thing going. I got a lot of shit to talk about, a lot of shit to rant about. So let's get two wheels on the road. Let's rock. All right. This wasn't even in the show notes, gang, but this thread is still going on. On my timeline, I, I made a comment. Uh, Shannon Q, you know what? And because I said Shannon Q, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jen and Truth, let's go. Shannon Q is probably my first ever Twitter crush, believe it or not. Hashtag follow Shannon Q. But she put out a question, something along the lines of, you know, what do you guys think about Kalam or what's up with Kalam? the Kalam cosmological argument? Now, if you don't know what that is, congratulations. You're going to live a lot longer than I am. I'm not going to get into it, but it is one of the more fallacious arguments for the Christian God. Right. And that's pretty much what I said. And it was like, yo, this is the preferred argument of the intellectually lazy. Right. And gang, that was last night. We're 12, 15 hours into this and people are still fucking talking about it. Right. And I even had two non-believers and I'm not breaking his balls. I don't hate the guy. But Steve McRae jumps in, you know, to tell me that it's philosophically sound. I was like, well, I don't give a shit if it's phys- philo- whatever the fuck sound is like they, they can. According to them, they can change the world. Right. No scientist worth their salt has said we know what happened one second before the Big Bang. Right. You could change the world. You could literally change science as we know it if you could prove what happened one second before the Big Bang. And that's what this whole argument was about. And I was like, yo, let them fucking prove it. Right. And again, and then it's the whole, well, nowhere in the Kalam does it say, you know, the Christian God. And you know what? You're right. Nowhere in the Kalam does it mention the Christian God. But you know what every fucking Christian apologist does? They tie it to the fucking Christian God. And so this thread is still going, gang. I'm just like, God damn. But long story short, again, if you don't know what the Kalam is, congratulations. But, hey, Christian apologists, step your fucking game up. The Kalam is sitting on a pile of bullshit. Do better. I I just have to throw that into today's notes real fast. (laughs) Fuck the Kalam and fuck anyone who defends it. Give me a break. 
whatever comes to existence has a cause. Well, guess what? My right nut came to existence and it started the whole fucking universe. Now prove me wrong. Matter of fact, you can't prove me wrong because I have a special book written by an invisible guy who says that you already know it and you're suppressing the truth in your unrighteousness. How does your shit taste now? Fuck it, let's move on. So there's a little bit of a retraction. First set of housekeeping notes. I made uh, mention of a guy and I didn't commit his name to memory, but today I'm going to say his fucking name. Buck Burnett. Buck Burnett, shut the fuck up. I made mention of this asshole because he was a UT football player. He's not my brother. We may have worn the same fucking uniform, but I'd kick him in his dick before I shake his hand. I had made the comment that when Barack Obama won his second uh, presidency, this guy posed with a gun saying it's coon hunting season. Now, to the head coach's credit, the next day, he called the guy in the office, wiped his ass with his scholarship, and told him to get the fuck out. Hashtag way to go, Mac Brown. I was wrong in reporting what this little son of a bitch did. I was too harsh on the picture, and I was too kind on the words. Buck, fuckface, Burnett, Burnett, fuck you, however you say your fucking racist name. He posed, the picture was him with his arms crossed. He was a backup center on the football team. His quote was, all hunters gather up. We have a nigger in the White House. I'm going to say that one more time. I don't think you heard me. All hunters gather up. We have a nigger in the White House. Now, the reason why I'm talking about this now is because uh, we were talking about some shit at work. Again, people know that I played football for UT and some of the crazy shit came up and we ended up talking about this garbage. Now, the person who I was talking about this to every single time I point and part of it, we were talking about the eyes of Texas and the racist foundations and all this other shit because of Jake motherfucking Ellinger. Rest in peace, little brother. But long story short, every time I tell this person some racist shit that's happened at UT, this person's response is always the same. And it's not UT. It's like, yes, you. And I've told you guys this shit before. Racism always seems to be someone else's problem. Now, if I said the exact same thing about like Texas A&M or something, this person would be like, oh, yeah, of course, they're Aggies. But when I tell y'all that this shit is happening right here, right now in front of your fucking faces, it's like, no, it can't. yes, it actually can be. Now, again, guys, when did this guy say this? Was it in 1857? No, it was in 2006. Someone go tell the fucking lead conductor on the coon train, Tim Scott, Cook, whatever the fuck that coon's name is, someone go tell him. Remember, that America isn't racist. And I can hear some assholes now. Well, Robert, it's not racist. There just happens to be racist people in it. Shut the fuck up. What do you think that is? Again, I've made this analogy before, and no, I don't think I'm overstepping my boundaries. How many times does your significant other have to punch you in your fucking face before you realize it's an abusive relationship. 
How many more of these singular racist incidents do we have to add? What's the magic number? I want to know. How many more fucking cases of out-and-out racism must we point out that are real-time before this country says, yeah, maybe we're a little bit racist? I mean, again, what, what you guys call fucking distant history for everyone else is a fucking memory. I told y'all, and I'm going to say it again. The school that I made All-American in, Gang, there's an enormous fucking picture that's the size of a wall of me jumping over Mark Edwards, the All-American running back versus the All-American linebacker. I literally jumped six foot three inches off the ground. The next picture is me sacking their quarterback with one hand. Hashtag, I used to be a badass. Now I'm a cripple. That exact same school in the 1960s told my father, no niggers allowed. At what point do people wake the fuck? I'm starting to get goosebumps. At what point do y'all wake the fuck up and realize that this isn't just one or two fucking incidences? Again, it's easy to say when it's at the other school. It's easy to say when it's your next door neighbor's kids. Sometimes it's you. So tighten your shit up. Now, let me tell you how this would have gone down if I was there in the 1990s and this shit happened. Matter of fact, I will tell you how this shit goes down. In 19, uh, what was it, 94, I think, we were playing the University of Houston. So if y'all don't know how Texas works, the University of Houston is an inner city school. There's a lot of people that go to the U of H who look just like me. Hashtag Negroes. Now, we were winning, and we were winning by a lot. So that means you got the second and third stringers in to come in and to and to help uh, guide, you know, the traffic. They would leave someone like me and a starter and be like, you line up over there. Hey, this is your assignment. The U of H drove all the way down the field, and they scored a touchdown. Now, at this point, gang, there's like a minute and a half left. <clears throat> we're up by probably three or four touchdowns. We're not going to fucking lose. One of my teammates was the inside linebacker. The U of H running back ran him smack dab the fuck over and scored a touchdown while running over my teammate. My teammate got up and word for word, that fucking nigger. Now, we all look shocked. And I'll never forget, the U of H guys came up to us like, yo, you need to check your boy. I told them, I got one better for you. Why don't you do it? The next series, gang, when I went out there, I didn't block for his monkey ass for shit. They, again, there's only like 90 seconds left. When that game was over, they almost had to carry his ass out on the stretcher. I did not block for him one single solitary fucking moment. That guy is dead to me. If I ever see him at a reunion and he comes up, hey, Bobby Reed, I'll give him the fucking finger. I promise you that if this dude was on the team that I played on again, it's that's just what he said in front of 20 other guys. Imagine the reach. If he would have said that over social media back when I played today's football players, a lot more tame. I promise you that we were fucking barbarians back in those days. He would have died. 
No one would have blocked for him. He would have got his ass toe the fuck up. And again, this is not 1915. This is right fucking now. So again, someone go tell Tim. Someone go tell Candace. Someone go tell Diamond and Silk. Yes, America is still a racist country. And again, you know, yes, we have made strides. We have made strides. But like I said, when you are part of that victim class, when the people being shot in the face by fucking cops look more like me than they do you, you are not satisfied with these fucking baby steps. I want Edwin fucking Moses quarter hurdle running level strides. I don't have time to waste. Gang, the next time I get pulled over by the cops, I could be the next George Floyd. So again, everyone who's sitting is like, hey, we've made strides. Fuck you. It's not good enough. Step your game up. Which is a perfect leading gang to the next topic, the next set of housekeeping notes. Today is Confederate Memorial Day. Let me say that again. I'm in the habit of repeating myself today. Today. Today is Confederate Memorial fucking day. South Carolina, eat a bag of dicks. Again, it and I, I said this before, gang. Again, for all the assholes who still want to sit up here and say shit like it was the past and get over it, first and foremost, go fuck yourself. Secondly, stop telling me to get over it. Instead, I ask you, what have you done to help me get over it? I've told y'all, I would much rather sit up here and talk about sports and food. But every time I turn around, the past that you want me to forget, you shove it in my fucking face. Y- y'all sit here and y'all pound your chest on how much Colin Kaepernick hates America. They blackballed that dude. He can't get a job. You want to talk about the people who hated America the most? They're called the Confederacy. Yeah, they were the biggest group of fucking traitors this country has ever seen. And go ahead, trot out that tired-ass talking point. Well, the Civil War, Robert, was actually about states' rights. Dot, dot, dot. And everyone who says that, I always tell them, now finish the sentence. It's states' rights to own slaves. And again, trot out the other bullshit-ass talking point. Well, Robert, well, that's how people made a living back then. I don't give a fuck. I do not give a fuck. Well, Robert, what are they supposed to do? Sell some ass. It's the world's oldest profession. You dehumanize me, go dehumanize your goddamn self. Go sell some rocks. I don't care what you do. Just don't treat my ancestors like shit. Right? And then what's the other one? And I've had people tell me this to the point to where I want to choke the life out of them. It's, well, Robert, you can't judge Uh, yesterday's morality by today's standards. And I've answered this question, and I'm going to do it again because it's relevant to this topic. Actually, yes, the fuck you can. The problem with the people who continue to trot that line out is that you are looking at it through the wrong lenses. It is 2021. If you beat the skin off of my back, I'm going to cry just like the slaves did in the 1700s. I promise you, no one enjoyed being a slave. Maybe Candace Owens. But no one enjoyed being owned and dehumanized. So when you sit there and you say, we can't judge it by today's standards, the fuck we can't. 
If you could go back in the time machine, yeah, you go ask the white people, oh, this is fantastic. What seems to be the problem? Go ask the black people then. Now ask the black people now. We will give you the exact same fucking answer. And that is slavery fucking blows. And we we are giving them a fucking day. Again, this country hated Colin Kaepernick so much. They called him a traitor because he had the audacity to suggest that black people shouldn't be used as target practice. And this country hates him. But we fight like hell to honor the biggest set of traitors. The Civil War was the bloodiest war in the history of American soil. Why? Because of a bunch of racist pricks from the South didn't want to give up slaves. And yes, I know there were slaves in the North. Fuck you. I don't have time to give you a history lesson. But we literally blackballed black athletes today. We call them traitors while fighting to honor the actual set of American traitors. I mean, can you imagine the shitstorm that would follow if someone tried to have an Adolf Hitler Memorial Day? You'd slap the taste out of that person's mouth for merely suggesting it. And I told y'all before, I shut down a uh, discussion at work with someone, and actually, it ties me a little bit into into today. Gang, here's something that y'all don't know about me and you don't care, but I'm going to tell you anyway. One, I have a brain that never turns off. It's part of the reason why I'm really bad at sleep. The other thing is, Clark Kent would be jealous of my ability to hear things. My, my hearing's actually been tested. I hear things that fucking bats and dolphins pick up. I hear everything. And so when you're talking shit about me behind my back and you don't think I can hear, it's like you're screaming it in my face. I hear everything. And today, actually, at work, we were talking about the eyes of tech and all this other stuff. And I'll be good, goddamn. I brought up the six pack. Now, the six pack on the UT campus. There are three buildings on the south side, three buildings on the north side. They face each other. They look like a six-pack of beer, hence the name six-pack. I've always, we've always said, get that shit off of campus. I had turned my back today, and I could hear the person under her breath say, they're just names. Okay, again, if you would not send a bunch of Jewish kids to an Adolf Hitler high, because I remember asking someone this a while back, and this person got offended as shit. Oh, Robert, no, of course I wouldn't. And my comeback was, then why would you send black kids to a fucking Robert E. Lee school? He did not like us in the exact same manner that Adolf Hitler didn't like the fucking Jews. And you're sitting there, and you are literally defending this asshole's name on a school building. This country celebrates the Confederacy. We have Civil War fucking uh, reenactments. People take great pride in this. We, 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 y'all remember when, again, when NASCAR is leading the Cultural Revolution, something's fucking wrong. Y'all remember when NASCAR last year said no more Confederate flags at uh, NASCAR events? This fucking country lost its fucking mind. I mean, fuck me. Again, when a black dude stood up and said, don't kill black people, this country hated him for it. 
And now white people are being told, don't fly Confederate flags at sporting events. Oh, it's my right. This country's doing something bad. And before one of you assholes send me those fucking pictures of those fucking coons dressed head to toe in Confederate gear, fucking save it. Yes, I know those pictures are out there. I know those interviews are out there. And I put them in the exact same vein as I put Candace fucking Owens. So save your comments. Yes, you can find them. Right? I think it was a great idea that women got to vote. Call me crazy. You know who disagrees with me? And fucking Coulter. You can find a token sellout in every group. So again, save your shit when you're going to sit here and send me the pictures of black people in Confederate gear. And my voice is getting gravelly and I'm getting pissed off. Hold on, you know what time it is, assholes. Gin and truth, let's go. So as we keep going, you fuckers supporting the Confederacy. Hold on, I got some shit to do. Fuck y'all. We're gonna rewind this a little bit about the lady who said, and it's just a bunch of names on the six pack. Like, why are I getting upset? But here's the thing, gang. Remember when everyone was belly aching, saying that they didn't want Black Lives Matter on basketball courts? They're not going to watch football anymore because of kneeling. How about this? And I still remember because uh, the NBA did this, actually. The NBA actually did this. And they started to wear the names of the black murder victims. So, yeah, you know what? She is right. They're just names. So let's say some of them. Brianna motherfucking Taylor. It's just a name. Sandra motherfucking Bland. Yeah, that's just a name. Maybe you should say it. Oh, fucking, this one kills me. Dante motherfucking right. You're right. It's just a name. Why don't you say it? Let's put that one on a building and make your kids walk through it. Trayvon fucking Martin. Motherfucking Martin. You're right. It's just a name. Why don't you say those? Give me a fucking break. You know, at the end of this, we're just going to probably read off a whole bunch of fucking just names. But again, on this whole bullshit about honoring the South, honoring the people, and I've said this, and I'm going to, you know, today just may be repeat Monday. I've said this in other podcasts. I'm going to say it again. Just because I'm being nice to you, don't take it personally. If you sit here and you honestly think that we should continue to honor the Confederacy in any way, shape, or form, you're not my friend anymore. You're just not. You are just fucking not. And again, I will mention for the one millionth time what it is I do for a living. If I find out you are the person who attacked one of my ladies, I'm not buying you a beer. You're a fucking rapist. You're an asshole. Like What just tumbled out of Bubba's butthole this morning has more positive effects on this planet than your life does. No, you're not my fucking friend. You're a rapist. And so again, all you assholes who are sitting here still fighting tooth and nail 
to defend your heritage. Hey, you know what? Sometimes it's okay to say, hey, that's some fucked up ass heritage. I mean, honestly and truly. You're just so, you guys are so afraid. And when I say you guys, I mean these racist assholes. Yes, I called you racist assholes because you're defending a racist institution. You're so afraid of change. Again, you're, how about this? The fucked up part, you guys are the ones who are always telling us to just get over it. Guess what? Assholes, you lost. Get over it. Move on. The South is not going to rise again. There's not enough Viagra on the fucking planet to get that South to rise. Not one ounce. The South isn't coming back. Stop dressing up. Stop going to parade grounds and reacting to Civil War. Stop flying a fucking Confederate flag in your fucking front yard. Take your own advice. Get over it. And again, when I told y'all that for some, this is just a history lesson, something you read in a book in the fifth grade and you forgot about it. For everyone else, this is happening right now. You guys know who Nikki Haley is? This isn't a government official from 1899. She's relevant now. Y'all remember fuckface Dylan Roof? Yeah, the good Christian guy, that guy. The guy who walked into a black church killed nine fucking black people. Y'all remember when I tweeted about it? They took his monkey ass to Burger King. Then I got 500 people sending me, uh, Robert, hello. He went to jail first. Then they brought him Burger King. Fuck your details. Hashtag, I don't give a fuck. They happened to arrest that boy without a scratch on him. Well, Robert, he was arrested peacefully because he gave himself up peacefully. Shut the fuck up. He murdered nine people. What did Nikki Haley's monkey ass say? She said the Confederate flag was about service, was about sacrifice, and heritage until Dylan Roof hijacked it. No, you silly bastard. The Confederate flag stood for the people who would have raped my mom, sold my dad, Beating the black off of my back. Are you fucking kidding me? Dylan Roof, Dylan Roof didn't hijack the flag. He symbolizes it. He walked into a church. It could have been a Walmart. I don't give a fuck where it was. This guy was racist to the fucking bone. All his pictures was him holding on the Confederate flag. Now, he's such a Second Amendment guy, all you fucking assholes holding on to your fucking dick extenders with your fucking guns. He walks in there with a the rifle. He stops nine hearts from beating. He did not hijack the meaning of the flag. He embodied it. And if you think this anger is fake or make-believe, you couldn't be more wrong. Because like I said, I'm one of those people, gang, this is not distant history for me. This is my yesterday. This country fights harder to make. You know what? Fuck all y'all. Let me tell y'all something about UT. As much as I love my school, so where the six-pack is sitting, when we asked them to remove it, they told us no. It's like, okay, fine, fuck it. You're not going to get rid of the names on the six-pack. Well, how about this? Why don't, why don't we have a happy middle ground? Why don't you put a statue on the West Mall of Martin Luther King. You know what they told us? They gave us this stereotypical Republican response and how are we going to pay for it? 
Well, I don't know. Why, why don't we ask fucking South Carolina? They seem to be able to be really good at budgeting money to honor fucking racist. So they made the student body pay for the fucking statue of Martin Luther King. We had we it was the students' money that commissioned the artist who've put the statue up that's still sitting there to this day. We pretty much had to beg for a statue of MLK. But again, this country digs its fucking heels in when it's time to to defend racist organizations. So again, for all of you who have black friends, I can't speak for them. But I can speak for me. You're not my friend. You're not. Again, if my homeboy Simon, how many times do I have to reference that fucker? If Simon was sitting here right now and someone was waving a fucking Confederate flag, <laughs> oh, it's my heritage. Again, I would not be able to get out of my seat before Simon dunked that fucker on his neck. So for all of you who are still defending the Confederacy, I can't stop you. I, I wouldn't try to stop you even if I cared enough to try. You do you. But again, you can't call me your fucking friend. Now, gang, as usual, I'm looking at the clock. You know what time it is. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is going to be drained. I'm going to freshen up this delicious motherfucking cocktail. And I'll be back with part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Let's go. gang i'm sitting here and just i've got my emotional support system say hello emotional support system hello. all right so i'm sitting here with my emotional support system at halftime and we were talking about the show so far and i i just remembered gang i did i talked at a um a town hall meeting years ago when um we were talking about getting rid of a robert e lee school here in austin right and gang again i Clearly, I do not have a problem with public speaking. There was probably 70 people in the room. I've talked in front of thousands, right? And my voice was trembling. I was so upset because I was about number 15 in line on this uh, talk. And by the time I got up there, if you didn't know what you were sitting there listening to, you thought you were talking about either Santa Claus or fucking Jesus, this was the most tremendous, most loving man you've ever, I mean, phenomenal. We were talking about Robert E. Lee. And I bullshit you not. If you did not know why you were sitting there and you just closed your eyes, you thought they were talking about Santa Claus. And when I got up there, again, my voice was shaking. I was so upset. It, it, some asshole talking about, you know, succumbing to the political correct mob, using all the fucking trigger. Shut the fuck up. This isn't political correctness. This is about not honoring someone who would call me a nigger to my face. And I said, again, I said something along the lines of, you know, I'm sure Robert E. Lee was tremendous and he never forgot fucking Mother's Day. 
But this is a man who would have fought to keep my great grandfather in bondage. This is who this country so vigorously defends. So again, y'all, if if you are one of these, or if you know someone like this, again, I, as far as I'm concerned, you don't get to call black people your friends. You just don't. You have black people who you are friendly to, but I'll tell you right now, no, you're not my friend. If you defend someone who would have hated me, fuck you. No, how about that? All right, moving on. Moving on. Now, we go into the meat of today, and I should have warned you guys about today. Today is going to be all gristle, all gristle, all pork, and I'm not even talking about the sexy parts. We're not talking about any center cut pork chops. I'm not talking about the tenders. I'm not talking about the loin. The lovely, thick-cut apple smoked bacon, none of that. This is all gristle. This is all hog malls. This is all pig feet. This is some bullshit. Because now we're going to talk about Rush, fuck face, fuck him, fuck you, fuck me, emotionally bloated, pill-popping, racist, misogynistic, hate-filled, xenophobic, bigot Limbaugh. I dare you to say that five times fast. This man was an enormous sack of shit. Now, I'm going to ask you guys for a little bit of latitude. I I hope y'all know me well enough to always know I'm going to go somewhere with this. Gang, I do not have a problem with Adolf Hitler. I don't. Some short fucking five foot seven one nut, hate-filled asshole screaming into his pillow at night how much he hate Jews doesn't bother me. There's an asshole everywhere. Now, what bothers me about Adolf Hitler is that Adolf Hitler got an entire countryside to believe him. Now, when Adolf Hitler got into power, do you know what his body count was? I'll give you a range. It's somewhere in between zero and zero. He never pulled the trigger. He never did. But he got a whole bunch of people to agree with his fucked up ass stance on Jewish people. That's how I feel about Rush Limbaugh. I know, I know, I know you're not supposed to make Hitler comparisons or shut the fuck up. This one's right on time. One fat pill popping sack of shit does not bother me. Again, I'm sure one of my next door neighbors is a fucking asshole. It's bound to happen. My problem with Rush Limbaugh is that enough people in this country agreed with him. He was he died a multi 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 millionaire. Rush's main residence had five homes on it. That's how much money this fucker had. And it's kind of like the whole, uh, my argument with Barry Manilow, when people want to make fun of me, that I like Barry Manilow. I'm like, you like Barry Manilow. Like, no, I don't. Yes, you do. The numbers say, yes, you do. It's not me and like 15 gay guys buying all his records. Barry Manilow is rich as shit, popular as shit. You want to know why? Everyone likes Barry Manilow. It's not just a bunch of 10 idiots wearing Confederate flag shit saying, hey, I'm a ditto head. Rush Limbaugh died a multi, 
multi, multi-millionaire in this country paid him, thanked him for it. Y'all remember when he got the Presidential Freedom Award? Y'all remember that? First and foremost, I can't even remember what fucking award Caitlyn Jenner got. But someone, everyone's talking about, you know, their award is now worse shit because Caitlyn was the first trend. Shut the fuck up. Donald Trump gave fat piece of shit, bloated, racist, misogynistic, hate-filled Rush Limbaugh the Presidential Freedom Award. That is the highest award a civilian can fucking get. Rush Limbaugh is on the same list as Jackie Robinson. Now, if you're my age, you know who this is. Jacques motherfucking Cousteau. Chuck fucking Yeager. Author motherfucking Ash. Y'all know me well enough to know I got to throw in a redhead. Lucille motherfucking Ball. She has that award. General. General Colin fucking Powell. He has that award. And now Rush Limbaugh has that fucking award. So you think fucking Caitlyn Jenner tainted award? Fuck you and your family. I don't even like Mother Teresa's monkey ass, but she got that award. And now Rush Limbaugh has it. And y'all remember the setup? Y'all remember when fuckface mail order bride Melania fuckface Trump pinned that on his neck, sadly missing his jugular? His monkey ass got up there and acted like a beauty contestant. Oh, you know, acted all shocked that he was getting it. Motherfucker, why do you think you were invited? He knew. It was just one big act. And fucking Trump juggled his nuts and talking about all the good he's done for America. Oh, don't worry. I'm going to get into that good here in a little bit. It was dead silent when fuckface Melania Trump was pinning it on his neck. And then out of nowhere, what did we hear? We love you, Rush. And then everyone started clapping. First and foremost, what they should have said is we hate you, you fat sack of shit. But when that person said, we love you, Rush, the whole house started to erupt in a fucking standing ovation. Gang, fuck me. This man is not worthy of shit. He is shit. And again, keep telling me to get over it. I mentioned this in a Twitter video this morning. Missouri. Hashtag fuck you, Missouri. They just passed legislation to have a Rush Limbaugh day. Now, again, progressive Austin, right? Fuck that. We had to fight tooth and nail to get Martin Luther King statues up on campus. Excuse me. I'm belching. We had to fight like hell. I was there when we had to get the Robert E. Lee name off of a fucking school. Missouri is honoring Rush fucking Limbaugh with his own day. This man was racist beyond. I I mentioned some of the shit he said this morning. Right? Again, Sandra Fluke, college-age woman, had the audacity to suggest that insurance should ease the financial burden 
of birth control pills, you know, like they do erectile dysfunction meds. It doesn't matter why Susie Q wants a birth control pill. It doesn't matter. Regulate hormones on menstrual cycles, doesn't want to get pregnant through it. It doesn't matter. What did Rush Limbaugh's monkey ass say? He said, because you all know how insurance works, we all pay into the bucket, and that's how it works. Bam. So that means we're paying for her birth control. Again, he doesn't know why she needs it. I actually know people who got on it because their acne was out of control and their mother put it on them. Hashtag it cured the acne. So he doesn't know whether it was for sex or not, and it's none of his fat fucking business. But what did he say? If we're paying for her to have sex, that makes her a slut. Now, keep in mind, this is who Missouri is honoring. This is who they said, we love you, Rush. Rush Limbaugh, I hate your monkey ass. I don't have a problem saying that. If we're going to pay for her to have sex, she needs to release a sex tape so we can jerk off all over ourselves. Missouri, that's who you're honoring. Right? He called women who had the audacity to stand up for their own rights feminazis. Uh, I wrote down the quote. Women, if you want a happy marriage, obey your husband and don't question his authority. Hey, Rush. 1815 called. They want their fucking mindset back. Are you shitting me? Fucking, oh God, I can go on for days on this asshole. And his racist shit. Telling black people to stop complaining, shut up, take the bone out of our nose. Hey, Missouri, that's who you're honoring. That is who you are honoring. Now, Rush Limbaugh's monkey ass. And then for all you hardcore conservatives who talk about, you know, get what you earn, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, no handouts. This is about the third or fourth time I've mentioned it, but it's always been on my two-minute videos. Now I'm on a podcast, fuckers. I can do this all day. And because I can do this all day, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. And fuck Rush Limbaugh. Chin and truth, let's go. Gang, I've told y'all, I'm a brain damaged C student. I could not get into the worst medical school this country has to offer. Those are just the facts. That's not the way my brain is wired. I'm quick with it. I can fight. I can drink. That's about it. But that's not the way my brain works. I, I don't retain that kind of knowledge. So as a result, I have not earned my way onto a thoracic surgery team. That's just not my speciality. I got other talents. That's just not one of them. Rush Limbaugh, yeah, he was diabolically great talking on the mic. But I have lost more athleticism in the last 10 seconds than that fat piece of shit will ever have in his entire life. He's not a sports expert at all whatsoever. Again, the most vaunted job in sports right now is to host the Monday night football uh, broadcast. Do you have any idea what you would have to be willing to sacrifice to just get your name on the list to be considered? You thought Abraham had a little emotional issue trying to kill Isaac? You think Thanos was fucking confused when you had to throw Gamora's monkey ass off the cliff to get the soul stone? 
Multiply that times a million. And that's what you have to be willing to sacrifice just to be considered to be put on the Monday night football broadcast. Now, the people who are on, I'm, I'm going off of memory here. Let me think. Tom Jackson, uh, Chris Berman. Um, I'm looking right at him. Chris Carter, Steve Young. Trying to remember all of them. But, gang, there's about six guys, and they all wear gold jackets. Now, if you don't know what the gold jacket is, that means you are a Hall of Fame football player. Chris Berman is the only non-football player, but the boom wears a gold jacket because he just so happens to be the greatest announcer in the history of the fucking game. Then they put Rush Limbaugh's fat monkey ass on there. He did nothing to earn that spot. Now, again, I, I'm not a 20-year veteran, and I didn't make $50 trillion. But if I've spent one second in the NFL, I've spent exactly nine years more than the average person ever has or ever will. That is not a sentimental business. They, 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 there's nothing that they won't do. There's no one that they won't fire or hire for a winning season. It's not a sentimental business at all. Then Rush Limbaugh's monkey ass got up there. So here's the thing. First and foremost, Donovan McNabb, for those of you who don't know, was the quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Hashtag my former team. Hashtag I hope they always lose. Now, was Donovan McNabb the greatest quarterback to ever play the game? No, he wasn't. But you cannot have a legit conversation about the best quarterbacks from the 1990s without talking about Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb was a really good quarterback. Now you got emotionally bloated, fuck face, fuck him, fuck everyone, rush fuck face, drug addicted Limbaugh on the Monday Night Football show. What did he say? He said Donovan McNabb isn't good. The only reason why he's playing football is because something along the lines of, what is it? It just looks good to have a black guy out there. That's what he said. Now, I mean, I'm really sitting here trying not to punch my fucking screen. But hey, Missouri, this is who you are honoring, you sacks of shit. Donovan McNabb was a good fucking quarterback. And the NFL does not do that. You think I'm bullshitting? Ask Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick, despite the stupid talking points that he sucked, hashtag he did it. They don't care who you are. If you're bad for the bottom line, you're gone. If you're good for the bottom line, you stay. Donovan McNabb never not started a game. And it wasn't because he was black, Rush Limbaugh, you sack of shit. He started those games because he was good at his job. He went to the Super Bowl, not because he was black. Again, hey, Missouri, this is who you are fucking honoring. Again, what was it? Hold on. I even wrote some of this shit down. You guys make me so goddamn mad. So again, Missouri, this is who you're honoring. This is a man who said slavery had its merits. Guess what? It didn't. And do you know why it had its merits? Because the streets were safer at night, according to Rush Limbaugh. We were locked up. That's why it was safer. You've got to be fucking kidding me. 
This man, every time he opened his fucking mouth, he did nothing but punch down and offend a minority group. You guys got so fucking offended and pissed off when they were ragging the shit out of the Trump kids. Let me tell you why we ragged the shit out of the Trump kids. They were directly connected to the president. Not because they were related, because they worked for him. Y'all remember Ivanka? Look, now I got to take a drink, man. Fuck y'all. Hold on. You know what time it is. This episode's making me mad. (laughs) Y'all better listen to this shit. All right. So here we go. Y'all remember when, because she was like the senior advisor to the president of the United States. Ivanka Trump had an office in the White House. I would say we paid her salary, but of course they love to brag about how much they didn't take the money. But do a little research. Find out how much Ivanka and fucking Jared Trump made during their White House. You remember that little stunt? Where, well, how many stunts do we need to talk about when her fucking fashion line was being pumped up during uh, fucking presidential addresses and interviews? Remember when that stinking bitch held Goya beans? She banked making what, 130, 150 grand? That's an ATM withdrawal. Fuck that. She would have lost more money on her way to the bank to deposit it. So, no, but back to fuckface Ivanka Trump. She worked for the president, and she was asked about Donald Trump's sexual indiscretions, sexual harassment, sexual assault, rape charges. Remember how regal she got, right? You're like, uh, okay, I think it's very uh, inappropriate, okay, to ask a daughter about her. You're not his daughter in that role. You are a, an advisor. Answer the fucking question. That's why we ragged on her. That's why we ragged on his fuckface sons. I never touched Barron. The press never really touched Barron. You want to know why? They were never connected. Tiffany, I just found out who she was. But my point is, you remember when fuckface, emotionally bloated, sack of shit, racist, homophobic, xenophobic, limbaugh, wanted to talk about Clinton's dog? They flashed a picture of the actual family pet. And he said, no, 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 not that one. Then they flashed a picture of Chelsea Clinton. He said, yeah, that one. Hey, Missouri, this is who you're honoring. Remember when he said, motherfucking, uh, the NFL is like gang warfare? Crips versus the Bloods? Hmm, I wonder what he the fuck he was talking about. He's a sack of shit. Hold on, I'm looking at some shit. My emotional support just sent me some stuff. Hold on, let me know about Mexican. Oh, fuck me. Have you ever noticed how all composite pictures of wanted criminals resemble Jesse Jackson? Hey, Missouri, this is who you are fucking honoring. Uh, yeah. Uh, look, let me put it to you this way. The NFL all too often looks like a game between bloods and crips without any weapons. There, I said it. The NAACP should have riot rehearsal. They should get a liquor store and practice. Ru- Gang, I can do this all day. But I think y'all get the picture. So, I mean, again, here we are. We have to fight like hell to honor actual fucking heroes. And this country digs its heels in. 
and does everything it can to honor the absolute worst we have to offer. So again, I said this morning in my fucking video about fuckface Candace Owens, hashtag you're a coon. That motherfucking, that quote, Candace, did not age well at all. It took less than a year for this just to get dunked on its fucking face. You remember, Candace, when you said blacks are the only ones who lift their worst to martyr status? Candace, stay the fuck out of Missouri. You may not like what they're doing. Fuck me. Gang, Uncle Bobby gave you a lot of motherfucking problems. And as usual, Uncle Bobby is going to give you his motherfucking solutions. Kalam Cosmological Argument. Shut the fuck up. I already bashed Christian Apologist. Yes, I know your talking points. Yes, I know your lines. I know, I know, I know. The Kalam Cosmological Argument doesn't point to the Christian God. And then guess what? The first thing you fuckers do is make the Kalam Cosmological Argument point to the Christian God. I don't care if it's philosophically sound. I don't give a fuck. Prove that your God exists. Then we can have a conversation. Hashtag I just bash Christianity again. Second problem. Buck, fuck face, fuck you, fuck your family, you racist shit, burn it, burn it. However, say your Ku Klux Klan name, fuck you, I don't like you. We may have war, the same uniform, but you are not my brother. You, you're allowed to not agree with Barack Obama. You're allowed to say you thought he was the worst president ever. But dude, that, that wasn't even a call to violence. That was a call for hatred. You, you, again, and it's the whole, and I, uh, it makes, it's the whole, it's the word nigger. There's not a single one of you assholes out there that does not know what that word means. And again, stop blaming us. White people have been calling black people nigger since the 1700s. And apparently it wasn't a problem until fucking NWA put that shit on wax. Well, Robert, I mean, they say it on the video. Shut the fuck up. You guys have been saying it for 300 plus years. So no, don't push this shit on us. He's told the hunters, all hunters gather up. We have a nigger in the White House. Dude. Buck, you are not my brother. And I have no problem hating people who hate me first. Fuck you, I hate you. I can't believe we wore the same uniform. How dare you say that? So my only solution to Buck is to shut the fuck up. Confederate Memorial Day, for all you who want to fucking observe it, shut the fuck up. Again, stop telling, don't ask more from me than what you're willing to give yourself. Stop telling me to get over it, but yet every time I leave my fucking house, turn on my laptop, look at my iPhone, look at my iPad, turn on my 64-inch screen, I have to see the past shoved in my face. You guys, you get over it. I Again, I would love to have a podcast where I talk about nothing but sports and movie reviews. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to kill time over here. I'm about to start doing my two-minute videos where I sample bad frozen food. I, I would much rather do that. So again, don't tell me 
to do something that you aren't willing to do. You want me to get over it? I suggest you do the same. The Civil War, fucking lost. And Nikki Haley, no, no, fuck face still in roof, did not hijack the flag. He embodied it. That fucker killed nine black people out of hate. No, well, Robert, you can't prove that he's racist. Shut the fuck up. If you don't see racism in that crime, you are probably fucking racist yourself. Last but not least, least, Rush, fuck you, fuck face, fuck him, fuck his mother, fuck his brother, fuck everyone, fuck him, racist, xenophobic, homophobic, every ick and is you can think of, emotionally bloated, pill-popping, fuck-face Limbaugh. Shut the fuck up. You already have. You're as dead as Julius Caesar. And for all of you who want to sit here, like when I ran it on Twitter about it, matter of fact, I'm going to do it again. I'm raising my glass to the fact that Rush Limbaugh isn't taking space on his planet anymore. Fuck him. You know what time it is. Gin and truth. Let's go. No. No, don't tell me that I need to exhibit class. Don't don't tell me that I'm being rude. Because I'm trampling on a man's grave. That man did absolutely, positively nothing in his lifetime but spread fucking misery and hate. This country made this man rich for it. And let me tell you something. You know how I know I'm right? And you want to know how I know you already agree with me? I'll tell you. Fuck me. Hold on. Because if your kids said a fraction of what Rush Limbaugh said, yet slapped the taste out of their fucking mouth. You'd beat the brakes off that asshole. You know good and goddamn well that if your kid acted like that, you'd crush him. You'd absolutely fucking crush him. Rush Limbaugh is dead, and I could not be happier. Rush Limbaugh, shut the fuck up. And I hope your supporters also shut the fuck up. And gang, I'm coming back because I want to say a couple words. But the big guy on this episode, he's held you long enough. I'm signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go.